tonight to lead us to the throne of God is Brother Gary Webel from Norton, Ohio, and to assist him is Elder Brother Dushko Dragovich from La Puente, California. Please keep the brothers in prayer. Let's begin with prayer. Our dear Heavenly Father, the choir ended with the name of Jesus Christ, the name that is above every other name, the only name under heaven given among men whereby we must be saved. Father, we pray that you would grant our desire to magnify thy name. That in this evening, you would declare unto us your name. You would affirm your presence. And that you would show us your glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. I'd like to read from Exodus 33. If you have your Bible, I'd like you to follow along and leave it open if you can. Exodus 33, beginning with verse 11. We need to understand the context. The children of Israel were on their way to the promised land. And in this chapter, God told them, it's time to leave the camp. It's time to go out, face the enemy. It's time for work to be done. That's the context. And beginning with verse 11, we read, And the Lord spake unto Moses face to face, as a man speaketh unto his friend. And he turned again into the camp, but his servant Joshua, the son of Nun, a young man, departed not out of the tabernacle. And Moses said unto the Lord, See, thou sayest unto me, Bring up this people, And thou hast not let me know whom thou wilt send with me. Yet thou hast said, I know thee by name, and thou hast also found grace in my sight. Now therefore I pray thee, if I have found grace in thy sight, show me now thy way, that I may know thee, that I might find grace in thy sight, and consider that this nation is thy people. And he said, My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. And he said unto him, If thy presence go not with me, carry us up, not hence. For wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight? Is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. And the Lord said unto Moses, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken, for thou hast found grace in my sight, and I know thee by name. 
And he said, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. And he said, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. And he said, Thou canst not see my face, for there shall no man see me and live. And the Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me, and thou shalt stand upon a rock. And it shall come to pass, while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cliff of the rock. And I will cover thee with my hand while I pass by. And I will take away mine hand, and thou shalt see my back parts, but my face shall not be seen. And the Lord said unto Moses, Hew thee two tables of stone like unto the first. And I will write upon these tables the words that were in the first tables which thou breakest. And be ready in the morning, and come up in the morning unto Mount Sinai, and present thyself there to me in the top of the mount. And no man shall come up with thee, neither let any man be seen throughout all the mount, neither let the flocks nor herds feed before that mount. And he hewed two tables of stone like unto the first. And Moses rose up early in the morning and went up into the Mount Sinai as the Lord had commanded him and took in his hand the two tables of stone. And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood with him there and proclaimed the name of the Lord. And the Lord passed by before him and proclaimed the Lord, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin, and that will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the iniquity of the fathers upon the children and upon the children's children unto the third and to the fourth generation. And Moses made haste and bowed his head toward the earth and worshiped. May God bless the reading of his word. We know that the experiences of the Israelites are a picture of what happens to us as God's children. They were in slavery in Egypt. We are in slavery to sin. They were chosen by God as His people. God has chosen to call us unto Himself. They were miraculously delivered and went through the Red Sea. God has delivered us and we have been baptized. They ate manna in the wilderness. We have the Word of God to sustain us. God miraculously provided water from the rock. We have the shed blood of Christ to cover our sins. Every need that they had was supplied. God supplies everything that we need. They struggled with sin, with complaining, with murmuring, with idolatry. We struggle with sin. They were on the way to the promised land. And we are on our way to heaven. And so they had to leave 
the camp. And we have to leave the camp also. And the Bible says those things that happened to them were examples and were written for our admonition upon whom the end of the world has come. And the Bible says whatsoever things were written aforetime were written for our learning that we, through patience and comfort of the Scriptures, might have hope. And so, as they leave their camp, we leave ours. And tonight, we, like Moses, are going to have an encounter with God before we go. Moses got to hear the name of the Lord. He got to experience and see His presence. And God showed Him His glory. We need to understand where this happened for Moses. Look in verse 21. The Bible tells us where this happened. It says, The Lord said, Behold, there is a place by me. There's a place by me. Is there a better place to be? And thou shalt stand upon a rock. And we stand upon the rock, Jesus Christ. And it says, It shall come to pass while my glory passeth by, that I will put thee in a cliff of the rock and will cover thee with my hand. And God has taken us and put us in the cleft of the rock. Imagine a rock that's been divided where there's a, a crack, a crevice, a little place for Moses to stand. That's Jesus Christ whose body was broken for us. And He says, reach hither thy hand into my side. And God has placed us in Christ Jesus. That's where this takes place. Brother and sister, we are in the Lord. And so, as we leave the camp, we don't leave the Lord. He goes with us. And let's look at the way God declared His name. At the way that He promised His presence. And as He showed Him His glory. For that's what He does with us. First, the name of God. Look in verse 19. God says, I will make all my goodness pass before thee, and I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee, and will be gracious to whom I will be gracious, and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. I will proclaim the name of the Lord before thee. God had a name that he wanted to give to Moses. Again, look in verse 5 of chapter 34. The Bible says, And the Lord descended in the cloud and stood there with him and proclaimed the name of the Lord. We know God has many names. A prime name, Jehovah. And in that, that name was so sacred to the Jews, they wouldn't even utter it. They left out the vowels. And so they used to say, Yahweh. 
because they were so nervous and worried to proclaim God's holy name. They called him Adonai, which means Lord. When you see the word Lord in capital letters in your Bible, that's Adonai, the Lord. And there are other names. My Bible has 204 names for Jesus Christ. And here he says, I will show you my name. And he says to us, I will proclaim my name. And let's look at that name. It's found in verse 6 of chapter 34. The Lord passed by before Moses and proclaimed, The Lord, Adonai, the Lord God, merciful and gracious, long-suffering and abundant in goodness and truth, keeping mercy for thousands, forgiving iniquity and transgression and sin. You know, Moses had already heard the name of God. Remember that when he was first called, he saw this burning bush? And he said, I, I will turn me aside to see what's there. And the angel spoke out of the burning bush and ta said, Take off the shoes from thy feet, for the place where thou standest is holy ground. And he had an encounter with God. And God told him to lead the people to the promised land. And Moses said, Who would I say has sent me? What's your name, God? And God said, Tell them, I am that I am. And in that declaration of His name, God has given the fact that He is God and cannot be just defined with names and with ideas. We give God names and He has given Himself names and we relate to those in human terms because that's all we can understand. But God's name is bigger than that. And someday, we're going to hear that name in heaven. We're going to hear that name that the Apostle Paul heard when he said, I heard unspeakable words when he was caught up into the third heaven, into paradise. Unspeakable words that it is not lawful to utter. I believe that was some of the names of God. And God chose here in the 34th chapter, 6th verse, to give His name as merciful and gracious. How interesting that He didn't use the name just and righteous. For He is just and righteous. But He uses the name merciful and gracious because he's talking to Moses and he's saying, you're going to be leaving. You have to go outside the camp and I will be merciful and I will be gracious and I will forgive. And let me tell you, God is merciful. God is gracious. God will forgive. And as we leave my person outside of Christ, he wants to be merciful. He wants to be gracious. He doesn't have to say, I'm just and I'm righteous and I will punish. That's going to happen anyhow. He doesn't need to promise that. He does not damn by prerogative, but by prerogative, he shows mercy and grace. 
if you have a job and you earn wages and you get to the end of the week and your boss comes up and says, I'm not going to pay you what you've earned, you would be upset. It would be wrong. And the Bible says that the wages, the earned compensation for sin is death. And it must be and it will be paid by your life unless you allow Jesus Christ to give you His gift. And so His name is merciful. His name is gracious. Notice He says in verse 19, I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. Oh, and how foolish and how arrogant and how stupid to reject Jesus Christ when He extends mercy. For He might not do it again. He doesn't have to. He would still be God if He showed no mercy on any of us. He would still be perfect if He did not extend His grace. And so when He does, praise Him. Answer. That's His name. That's the name of Jesus. The Bible says that God has given Him a name which is above every name. That at the name of Jesus, every knee will bow. Every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Every knee will bow. Might as well bow Him now while to do you some good. Because you will bow it then. But it will be too late. And brother and sister, we leave camp in the name of the Lord, this merciful, gracious God. Not only did Moses hear the declaration of the name of God, but he was affirmed in his presence, God's presence. And as we leave camp, we have the promise of his presence. Moses prayed, and God said, My presence shall go with thee. Look at it in verse 14. My presence shall go with thee, and I will give thee rest. Moses prayed. He said, God, you've told me to lead this people. You've told me to go. You haven't said who you're going to send with me. And God says, I'm going with you. My presence will go with you. You know, God calls us to service. He called Isaiah. He said, whom will I send? And who will go? And Isaiah said, here am I, send me. But the only reason Isaiah could say, here am I, send me, is that God first went with him. And God goes with us as we leave camp. He goes with us in the person of the Holy Spirit. He goes with us in the person of God. And He goes with us in the person of Jesus Christ. The Bible says that God indwells the believer. Jesus promised that my Father and I will make our abode with you. The Bible says that the Holy Spirit is in our hearts. And so the Trinity goes with us.
He does not go with us at our side as a friend. He does not go with us in our Bibles that we can open and get to when we need it. He's not with us in a box that when we need God, we go and open the box. He's in our hearts. He's always with us. My friend, outside of Christ, don't leave camp without Him. And if you let Him in, He promises, I will go with you and give you rest. Moses could leave knowing that God first went. They had the, the cloud by day, the pillar of fire by night. That's the Holy Spirit in our lives. And praise God that He goes with us. Not only does He declare His name, not only does He promise His presence, but He shows us His glory. Moses was praying. He was talking with God. And he got bold. And he said in verse 18, I beseech thee, show me thy glory. Oh, how bold he was. God, show me thy glory. We know, the Bible says, no man can see the face of God. We heard that the only potentate to which no man can see is God. We know that if any would see God now, it would be more than we can handle. Yet he asked to see God's glory. So God said, I'm going to put you in this place in the rock. I'm going to cover you with my hand. And I'm going to pass by. And you'll just see the backside of me. You're just going to see just a glimpse through my hand of just my backside. Just a partial glimpse. And that glimpse was so powerful that the Bible says that Moses' face shone when he came down from the mountain. And for 40 days, he had to cover it with a veil. The people couldn't even look at Moses. His face shone so bright from just that glimpse. And the Bible says that we see through a glass darkly. But the Bible also promises that we shall see him face to face. And the Bible says that we will behold Him and we will be like Him for we shall see Him face to face. We get just a taste of God here at camp. And when we leave, His glory goes with us. And we get just a taste, just a bit, just a glimpse. And it's more than the world can handle. But it's nothing compared to what we will see and what we will behold for all of eternity. We can't even look into the sun without burning our eyes out. And the Bible says there's no need for sun in heaven, for the Lord God is the light 
thereof. And we will dwell in that light. And so, Moses, who was commanded to leave the camp and to go to the promised land, he could go because he knew God's name and because God promised he would go with them and because he caught a glimpse of his glory. And brother and sister, we can leave camp and we can go and we can face our enemy and we can do the work that needs to be done because we know God's name. We know he goes with us. We have tasted his glory. Saturday night, we had a declaration of war. I'm here to proclaim victory through Jesus Christ. All week long, we've heard about the soldiers. That's us. And it's been good. I'm here to tell you about the commander-in-chief. The Bible calls Jesus the captain of our salvation. And in Him, we have victory. I love this banner. But if it was me, you know where I draw the circle? Around the Lord. Because He is the focus. It's not about you. It's about Him. These are the days of Elijah. These are the days of your servant, Moses. These are the days of Ezekiel. These are the days of the harvest. Behold, he comes riding on the cloud, shining like the sun. Jesus is coming. He's coming to take us home. Until then, He will be with us. He will protect us. He will give us everything we need. Join us. Join us in the greatest adventure of all times.